I'll never forget that day. for this episode guys so excuse this sound (laughs) (laughs) with that being said (laughs) just had to run a few lines there ah yeah I don't remember there being any cocaine done in this episode (laughs) (laughs) what maybe we can change that (laughs) I wish I have coffee I'm watching some Jessica Jones earlier. Oh. Saw a few lines being run there. Oh, so did you guys all finally go see Infinity War? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have seen it. Yeah? What do you think? I think I want an Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> One snap and have you <laughs> Thanos was right. Oh, I, do, I am definitely I do. Team Thanos. I do have a, 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 a small, small theory, though, about one of the deaths. Okay. And that is in regards to does Spider-Man. That include, does that include that all of the Ash people are coming back? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we can we can accept that all the Ash people are coming back, but the thing is, is like, did you notice how long Spider-Man's took versus everybody else? Everybody else turned to Ash in like five seconds. Yeah. Spider-Man, it took him a good 30 seconds so he could get that last little hug in and twist the knife a little bit further. I kind of yeah. feel like that was a, a purposeful death. So Thanos got half plus one. The, hmm. the only problem with that is for the past year, I've known that Spider-Man 2 is coming out next year. So Yeah, yeah well, knows, but... everybody knows that death is not permanent in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I mean, the only people that stay dead are Uncle Ben and, well, wait, who else is there? Nobody, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everybody else, everybody else comes back. Uncle Ben doesn't, but everybody else does. Actually, I, I have, I have this theory that everybody who died before the ashing is gone. Yeah, and actually, I. I well, I think, I think Gamora is actually going to be part of the solution because she's now in the Soul Stone. All right. Right. And if Thanos or Nebula. Uh, were to get hold of, uh, were to use the gauntlet to bring Gamora back, they would, you know, that would that would break the trade off. Yeah, but isn't the gauntlet toast? No, just slightly crispy. I think it's still being it's still it can able be to be undone. Used. Yeah, it can be undone. Or they can make another one, the forge there, because there was another mold. There, yeah, there was already another one made yeah. in Odin's. Trophy room. Well, that, no, that, well, it was a fake. Apparently, it was a fake. Know, they're, they're well, playing. she said fake. It was fake because it didn't actually have the stones in it. I think they're playing a little loose with the Thor mythology too, because it, it almost seems like the gauntlet was made earlier than. Well, or, you I, know. Guess they, I guess they had to address the fact that we saw the gauntlet in Thor one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't mm. think of that movie right now. I have a Thanos nightmare every time I think about that movie. So. <laughs> but well, we I was saw... really happy. 19 movies in, Marvel finally made a movie that stuck with me that I was thinking about after I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
We saw Deadpool 2 yesterday, and yeah, that was fun. Me too. That, that was as, as much fun as the first one. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah. We all let me, honey, while yeah. my girlfriend went. I'm, I'm on a budget. Deadpool's not something I, I can spend money on. Rent the two together or something sometimes. Well, I've seen the first I, I yeah. have the first one. It may be like the perfect sequel because it's just so, it's just a, literally a continuation of shit. Like one year later. Ah, la, 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 here we go. Uh, wait, what keeps fucking popping up here? I hate new Skype. Hi, welcome to your Fear of the Walking Dead cast. We hate new Skype. Skype. <laughs> If you're listening, I'm saying this. If it makes you feel any better, my MP3 recorder was still recording. Oh, my, good. On all my fucking podcasts now, I'm saying how much I hate new Skype. Because we hate new Skype. But anyway, uh, it's working. So good Skype. Good Skype. It makes us uh, possible for us to put these things out, though. Um, So hi again. And we we got the whole crew tonight. We got Beth, Brian, and Mike with me. You know, hello, hello, Scott, hello. Is Beth still with us? Hola. There she is. Oh, there she is. Awesome. Um, and we're gonna do season four, episode four. I know we're way behind on these kids, but I got you some cool live music. Did anybody listen to the live intro and want to? I did. I, I did. I, that was. I really enjoyed that. I, I really enjoyed that. How did that come about? I, I. He's in my building, and like the first day I moved in here, um. I heard this amazing voice singing in the hallway, which he does more than he should. Um, hi, Reggie. Uh, Janelle, sorry. Uh, love you. But, uh, yeah, so so we, we're moving stuff in, and I hear this amazing, you know, just improving voice, and I, I felt compelled. I started singing Kung Fu Fighting Back. I just compelled to do it, and it sounded <laughs> horrible. And I've, I've gotten to know the guy, and, yeah, he's just singing all the time, and, and I'm just like, that's fucking incredible, dude. And, you know, but pretty much anyone that can sing better than me, which is everyone, sounds incredible. So that's incredible. Would you like to sing something for my podcast? <laughs> yeah, and you know, he's trying to get his uh, voice out there and shit. I'm like, dude, I need to, you know, basically, I need to exploit you, talented neighbor of mine. Please let me exploit you. And <laughs> no, but I'm happy to be exploited. Yeah, no, I'm gonna be playing around with uh, just doing some some music production. I want to expand my knowledge base a little bit and see what I can doing a home studio as far as maybe getting him some demo stuff and things and so we kind of came up uh on the last kind of last minute uh this little i wasn't sure what to use him in and i knew we were kind of going with the crossroad themes this season so i'm like i will have him sing crossroads for me so i thought it was great and that's like a one take thing where i wanted to do more and like piece together some better parts of his improv and stuff but that's pretty much all one take. We didn't have time to do more than that. So, hope you all out there in Radio Land enjoy it. Because um, it was fun. But, and hopefully we'll have more. I'm contemplating with having him sing, like, uh, parody versions of, like, superhero themes for Weekly Heroics or something. I don't know. Anything he wants to do, I told him. I just want to get his voice out there. Want to be his manager and make lots and lots of money someday. No kidding. Um... <laughs> But yeah, um, it's nice to have some some interesting, you know, original content or well, copied content, you know, cover yeah. tunes. But still, I thought he did a fine job. Uh, so thank you, Janelle Hale, his name, kids. Keeping an ear out for that. He's gonna he's gonna be one of those famous people someday. And, and I discovered him kind of for this podcast anyway. So anywho, uh, this sounds kind of like a famous name, though. Yeah, well, I asked him, you know, what he wanted to be called. And Janelle Tell. Yep, Janelle Hale. Um, so, hey, there you go. Um, and before we get started on this one, the, the title is Buried, and I think we all know who's that's talking about, kind of, other than the metaphor is, too. But uh, we wanted to go to Beth because she missed uh, our last episode and, and just let it out, honey, on, on the whole Nick thing and, and what were your feelings that night and... Uh, Brian seemed to say something about you yelling expletives at the TV for several hours afterwards or something, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that, pretty was that me? Like, that just did not happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a day that we saw Infinity War, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Now, that that alone, and we're not going to give any spoilers out 
here, but that day was already a test of her emotional well-being because she just, you know, that that sucked so much out of her already. Yeah. So with this episode hitting the way it did, it was just, uh, I was just like, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, crap. You know, it was like watching a car wreck about to happen and you couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, babe. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. We've heard plenty of you in the last couple of weeks. We want to hear best thoughts. (laughs) But. Well, first, I'm sorry for being gone so long. No, no, this, things happen. It just makes the heart go fonder, doesn't it? I know. No. <laughs> oh, sorry when you, we can't all be together for the important episodes like that and we, we lose someone, but they never tell us ahead of time, so what are you going to do? But I, I will say, damn, Nick can die great, can he? It was a good death scene, yeah. It was, it has it was good. Like, got- I mean, he gurgled and... And the blood just still kept coming up and gurgled some more. And uh, he rolled his eyes in the back of his head. And at one point, while saying no, I was like, damn, he can die good. (laughs) Well, they say, you know, reactor wants to do a great death scene. Actually, I don't know who says that. I'm they. I say that every actor should want to do a good death scene. And so maybe that's why he wanted to get out. He's just like, kill me, because I need to get that death scene on my resume and in my bucket list, and and uh, then I'll move on to the next job. So, Yep, he, yeah. he went out like a champ, or, you know, like a video vamp uh, or something like that. Or <laughs> yeah, hit a... Did anyone else expect him to die? Because I no. didn't. I had no clue. Well, it was the best die. kept secret of that day Yeah, until like an hour before the show came on. Now, we weren't looking at the news, so we had no clue. But yeah, it was a, it was a shock surprise to virtually everybody. Even the, the, the Talking Dead ca- uh, group there were really surprised, yeah. as I understand it. Um, now, uh, you know, Chris Hardwick had seen it a couple days before. They yeah, paid but, to be surprised. Yeah, but no. But and the thing was, you know, he was still, he was still shocked. You could see he was still shocked from it. Um, but yeah, that that was the best kept secret in Hollywood because whenever anybody's leaving a show, you usually find out months in advance. And this is something that's been going on since last year. Right. Well, Mike said he'd read about it, so I, I hadn't. I missed that completely. So, or did they only? The problem was, I saw it before the. Ep- I watched the episode. Yeah. I just happened, you know, I wasn't looking for any spoilers, but you, know, you opened, I opened something, and yeah. there it was. Yeah, because yeah. it. Yeah. So I watched the whole episode going. I was shocked to how it happened, though. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. You know, when he was fighting I mean, in the, when he was fighting in the what was it the water tank or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, is this it? Then to see it happen the way it happened, I was like, whoa. Yeah. So I'm really taken away from this season, the Walking Dead season, that kids just like to kill these days and that it's okay. Yeah, and there's sometimes flowers So what involved. the F? Yeah, and, and once again, just remember, don't look at the flowers. <laughs> no, stay all the way away from the flowers. You can grow plenty of turnips, but no flowers. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, while he's been killed, he's still not off the show. No, it's going to continue to show up in episodes. Yeah, again, it's weird. I'm not sure they're making it work for me yet, but um, uh, I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, so sorry you couldn't be here with us when we did the group therapy right afterwards, Beth. But, um, you know, we'll still get to see Nick, but we wish him well. We do. We, We really do. They they did hide they it better than, than Walking was... Dead did. I mean, when, like, Sasha, I mean, they denied it up and down, but, like, when they talked about the woman who played uh, Sasha, you know, getting the job on Star Trek as the lead, and that leaked, we're like, she's not going to stay on both shows. Yeah, <laughs> once <know>? that happened. <laughs> so that got telegraphed. Exactly. But... And then Maggie you know, got... You know, it's, like, Maggie... it's like what happened with Arrow last week. Oh, I don't know yet. I'm not on my my CW. I'm not up on my CW stuff at all. So well, basically, we're, we're not uh, actually watching. No, either. don't tell me, man. <laughs> One of the actors got another job, and it's already been. It was published a week before the episode came. Oh, out. okay. <laughs> so they killed a character, or they just went away? Oh, shit. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Okay. That'll work. Good. 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 That, yeah. They're <laughs> in the Lazarus pit. They're yeah. in the Lazarus pit. Yeah. 
the, the bottom line was we knew the actor was leaving the show a week before the episode even came out. So yeah, well, let's see if they got to lock that shit down, man. Freedom of the press, I'm all for that. But, you know, come on. These are spoilers we're talking about. Isn't yeah. That's, that's more important than, like, United States classified secrets getting out in the news. You know, you got to priorities, people. Ah, it's all fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go along with our fake podcast. <laughs> yes. So I guess we should jump into that because um, we we do we need to, to do the, the the stages of grief here and, and see what happens to our characters after uh, after Nick and dense little episode here. Oh my god! I guess so. I've got ten pages to read. So let's move Holy on. Holy cow! Yeah, <laughs> that happened. So it's called Buried, and Alicia Strand, Luciana, Morgan, Althea, and John ride in the SWAT van with Nick's body. And in the flashback, Al videotapes Lucy as she uh, plunges a knife into Nick's head to keep him from turning. She films Alicia killing an infected Ennis, infected Ennis and Strand covering Nick's body with his jacket. Back in the van, Strand informs Al that his group is ready to tell their stories, and Al turns on her video camera to ask how they ended up in their current situation. So, yay, you know, filling in the gaps. Lucy explains that everything traces back to one particular day, and we roll our credits. Uh, back in flashback land, Lucy watches vultures, the vultures, not just vultures, unload supplies outside the stadium. Uh, in the SWAT van, she explains to Al that it, it had been a couple weeks since they, uh, they arrived, and rations were getting low. Um, they started to mix their rations with cattle feed to make them last longer. Strand is not a fan, and uh-huh. cattle feed pancakes look pretty nasty, I might say. Gross. And you Ugh. do not use real maple syrup on them. You save that for the better pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's no, there may not be any better pancakes. I don't think there's going to be better pancakes. So you have to improve that cattle feed somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know how you improve uh-huh. it? You put snipers way up high in the fucking stadium. And shoot all the vultures, and then go take their weenies. Not in that way. Yeah. I thought you were gonna eat the vultures. Yeah, or, or that, whatever. But <clears throat> damn, just try shooting one of them. Somebody in this fucking show, please. <laughs> if this were the other cast, they'd start shooting immediately. <laughs> I know, I know. We're all like, Morgan's gonna teach everyone to be a Buddhist and shit. But let's come on. All right, I'll stop ranting about. Morgan that. is gonna Maybe. be a Buddhist until he's not. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Alicia, Strand, Lucy, and Cole eat breakfast at the stadium. Madison distributes maps of potential supply locations that the vultures might have missed. Why, we don't know. Uh, in the SWAT van, Strand tells Al that their first misstep that day was to go on supply runs. So Cole pries uh, Strand for details about his life. They, they travel together as they search uh, nursery for plants. Uh, Cole is trying to get Strand to open up because he's, he's got a little crush on Victor. Cole asks Strand why he's afraid of them, and, and they have to kill a group of infected together, which I guess they were, uh, I was a little confused when I first saw this, and when I watched it the second time, it was a little more clear, but I guess they were, they the zombies had run into a big spine thing, or pricker bush, or they had spines for some reason, and I thought cactus. they were like potato cactus. sprouts at first. Okay, cactus, yeah, I guess. Cactus, they were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at first I thought it was, like, potato sprouts growing out of them. Like, what do we have, like, vegetable hybrid zombies or something? Which I would approve of. Uh, Be but, different. But no, we had cactus. Cactus zombies are pretty cool, too. Spiky, though. Yeah. As Cole learned. Don't the sit way. on one. Yeah. <laughs> no, those little things that you thought were potato sprouts, that's what you used to make peyote. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um I don't know where I know that from. I, I'm going to shut up now. You live in Texas. Isn't that like necessary state knowledge? Or... <laughs> it's like, don't eat this one um, unless you... That was fake uh, news. Unless you got a was not clear real. day. Yeah. <laughs> Did you learn about edible plants in the wild in your area? It's like, eat this one only if you have a very clear schedule uh, for about nine hours. Um <laughs> The Nick and Lucy drive up to a library. Uh, Lucy argues that they won't find any food in the library, but Nick goes inside anyway. I think he's really looking for food. He's still he's trying looking to for win. brain food. Yeah, he's feed your head, the Dormouse said. And uh, Nick, uh, what the hell is going on with my fucking computer now? Hold on. My, my word processor is freaking out, and I can't scroll down a page now. And this episode is brought to you by UpdateTrickerputer.com. Fucking Murphy's Law, yeah. <laughs> 
What on earth? This is why in 2018 you shouldn't be using Word Perfect anymore. Well, I'm probably not. It's not Word Perfect. It's Word. I know. Microsoft I'm just, Word. I'm just messing with you there. This is obscene, though. What the fuck is going on here? It's fucking Skype that's doing this. That's what it is, too. I don't know why. There's too many Microsoft programs running at once. I don't know. Let's try this. Oh, no. That's not what I wanted to do. If we hear an explosion on Scott's end, we'll know what happened. Yeah. That's it. That and I cannot grab that over there. Oh, this is fucking absurd. Hold on, guys. Shutting that off. And it's back. Shut that off. Are you typing something to me, Ryan? I don't know if I can read it. No, I'm not typing to you. I'm, I'm looking for some, some type of music that... Uh... Oh, come on. All right, I'm going There gonna... we go. Sorry. <laughs> what? No, it's okay. I'm going to try something. You guys still there? Yeah. Right. Sure, if I'm still recording. That was from the Blizz Brothers. This, I don't understand this. <laughs> Jeopardy thing. Yeah, clever. Uh, all right, let's try this. Who are three people that have not been in my kitchen? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Freak driver host for applications. What the fuck is that? Apparently, guy? somebody posted an hour of that on YouTube. <laughs> so, if you want, Scott, I can keep that file going. Oh, there's the probably hour. 10 hours of it. How do you always, always find these 10 hour loops or shit? All right. You, know you have to shut down Word and then. Do I have three Skype things open? Runtime broker, two sticky notes. What the fuck? All right. End. Oh, all right. We can shut it off. We can get it back. Well, this was going along so smoothly. And we're back. All right. Oh, what is the last thing I said? Um, do do do. Fucking Skype. Pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Skype. That was something to that effect. Something just made my my notes go go bluey. Uh, so yeah, Cole hitting on strands, spiky zombies, blah blah blah. Library looking for books. Yeah, we're in the library, I believe. Uh, yeah, back in the SWAT van, Luciana tells uh, Al that she went inside because she thought it would be good for Nick to find books to lure the enemy spy girl back into the camp or something. So Nick finds a cat poster and looks for books. Uh, he argues that people need reasons to stay in the communities besides food. So. Uh, you know, Nick re- uh, Lucy realizes what he's up to, but you know, Nick's like, the "Oh, threat of death outside would keep me in." Yeah, well, it did for a while for Nick. He probably should have stayed with that instinct. Um, she agrees that she should that they should help Charlie, but in a different way by like maybe killing all the guys that she worked for. Uh, in the SWAT van, Lucy tells Al that Charlie was beyond help. Uh, meanwhile. John chats with Morgan while driving the van, and we find out that John used to be a police officer, and we get a nice anecdote from him, and he rightly predicts that Morgan will travel alone after he's paid his respects to Nick. John tells Morgan he wants him to meet Laura when they find her. He's still sure that these, they're going to find her. Al tells what kind her, of police officer do we think John Dory was? I think he is probably a pretty good cop. Uh, Strikes me as sheriff's deputy. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Nothing about him screaming sheriff's deputy. Maybe. You know, he probably Maybe the hat. It looks like he was a carnival shooter. That too. Well, that's yeah. Last you know, Deputy Dan. Yeah. <laughs> um, Al tells the group they can stop the story if they'd like, but they continue. 
Back in the flashback, uh, Alicia and Naomi, <laughs> maybe we should just call her Laura, arrive at a water park to search for supplies and churros, I think it was. Uh, Naomi finds a landover, but no keys, and they dispatch some walkers, and they spot an abandoned campsite at the top of a water slide. Back with the Strand and Cole Roadshow, uh, Strand gives Cole the old, I've done things in the past, speech to try to explain why he hasn't let Cole get to know him. And he shows spoke to astronauts. He, yeah, spoke to astronauts. I'd lead with that, man. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, he shows Cole a piece of rock, maybe from the dam. I don't know, to remind him who who he doesn't want to be anymore. Uh, and then in a couple scenes, he shows. Do you think that, those astronauts have starved to death by now? I think so. Yeah, I think they were done a while ago since we jumped together. I had a year now. Um, we should have at least had one scene of the thing crashing, like near our survivors, and you know. That would have been kind of cool. They'll get to it eventually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alicia and Naomi climb up the water slide to reach the abandoned campsite. Alicia finds a machine gun with ammo, and Naomi follows down the slide after an infected attack. Alicia grabs onto the machine gun and falls down the slide. She kills an infected with a machine gun barrel and narrowly avoids landing in a pool of infected. Pretty cool little scene. I mean, I don't think we've ever really seen a water park zombie attack before. To my recollection, no, but anyway. it, it it was funny though because I was having to laugh because it didn't look slippery at all. They yeah. just tried to make it look like it was really slippery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you can't yeah. Keep throwing actors around. And on there was a lot of overacting going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess it I didn't really think about funny. that. I, I just kind of enjoyed the concept. I'm like, oh, here's a new little. Death trap we haven't seen before, so that was. But how they how they get all that stuff? Well, anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. asking that question. Off. I'll shut up. <laughs> no, no, it just, it always <laughs> comes back to that. So we just we need to learn to let it go. I think, uh, and you know me, I I don't let things go easily, but I'm trying. And how uh, stupid is it going down that water slide? Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. That that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, it's it's the stupid bug happens, so so we get a neat little action scene, and I guess we've all learned to forgive that by now. You would think she'd have learned from Alicia would have learned from the zombie in the ball pit. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, stay far away from places of fun in the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back in the SWAT van, uh, Al notices that Alicia kept the machine gun barrel, which now has a jagged point. Which apparently we'll get the uh, story to that a little later too. Uh, when she sharpened it, anyway. Alicia and Naomi find a large stash of medical supplies and stuff them into their packs. But Naomi finds the keys to the Land Rover and sneaks off while Alicia is distracted. Strand brings Cole to a secret car and reveals that he is not at all trying to change the kind of person he is because he has a stash of provisions that he's been stocking for himself. Uh, as evidence of his duplicity and a reason Cole shouldn't want to know him unless he wants to, you know, go and... Uh, run off to the apocalypse together with him and, you know, and fuck over his friends. People who know Strand tend to die. Yeah, and, uh... I think, Unless they're part of the main cast. Yeah, I think Strand actually hinted at that, too. He's like, people died, so, you know... Um, and the, Cole, luckily, is actually smarter than, you know, we, we think he might be, and, and he's like, yeah, nope, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> Sorry if you thought this was just gonna be like, yeah, let's go run off together, honey, but... No, I'm going back by myself. You're a dick. And Strand will let you die if it serves his purpose. Yeah, yeah. So I think Cole sniffed that one out and was like, "Yeah, you're basically telling me you're a survivalist scumbag who's only out for number one." Yeah, let me get right in the car with you right now. Sure, dummy. He's like a smarter, more du- duplicitous Eugene. Yeah, clearly using <laughs> your your con man powers if you explain the con to the people that you're trying to get come with you. <laughs> It's like, hey, you know, I think you're cute. Uh, come with me. I'll probably stab you in the back. Maybe this is literally. what I've done in the past. Yeah. But I would never do that now. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> yeah, as I said, two scenes ago, he's like, I wanted to be a better person. And no, no, you really didn't, Victor. You're, you're not really accepting reality here. So, um... Victor makes his own reality. Yeah, so Cole's apparently over him uh, real quick. Naomi turns the key in the Land Rover, but discovers that the gas tank is empty. 
Amazing. The first car in the apocalypse that's had an empty gas tank. Um, <laughs> Alicia catches up and explains that she, too, once tried to strike out on her own. She helps her look for gas. Uh, Nick kills I just want to see a car with a rotten gas line. Yeah, something. Yeah, uh, because uh... no, once, they, once they, they go to that, then that's going to have to happen all the time. Yeah. Right now, they're just not acknowledging the, the ethanol issue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, maybe they're all, you know, maybe we finally crack that clean energy thing um, before the apocalypse More like this show was not written by the greatest scientific minds of our Right. <laughs> um, let's see here. Nick kills an infected in the library, and I kind of hate to say it since he died not too long ago, but my first thought when I saw it was uh, zombie Tom Petty. <laughs> thought, I don't know why that entered my diseased brain, but it looked like zombie Tom Petty to me. Um, Last dance was zombie Tom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nearby, Luciana finds a, a road atlas. Jeez, we're Dr. Bill Robinson for a parody when you need him. Uh, nearby, Lucy finds a road atlas of the southwestern U.S. She proposes that they uh, pick a random page and then relocate their community to that location. That was a sound. That's strategy. assuming she knows where they are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Well, a water. Oh no, that's not. I'm I'm thinking about the water park still. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> kind of a good landmark, though. Big amusement parks and shit, and and the world's best churros, I guess. Luciana tells Al that <sighs> uh, she should have never opened the road atlas. It's like, well, of course not. Have you never seen like a movie and with you know ominous music over a book that people are about to decide their fates on? And, and don't read from the book. Don't the, look at the flowers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, you know, nothing bad ever happened from reading a book. Yeah, I mean, we know there are no zombie movies in this in this universe, but that doesn't mean there's not Evil Dead movies. So. Yeah, Mike, I'm going to send you a copy of the Necronomicon. Uh, let, just you <laughs> yeah. know, open that one, read a couple pages, see what happens. Yeah, what now, I'll just hoard in the mummy. It'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Back at the stadium, Mel contacts Madison via walkie-talkie and asks if she has any relish. He's out grilling hot dogs. <laughs> And that's when you start uh, doing batting practice at them and just pelting them with fucking baseballs. But no. So uh, Madison strides over to Mel and he acts like a douche a bit because that's his part. And we get a little story about his past. Uh, she finishes the story for him, um, kind of, and tells him that she's willing to build a community together. Uh, but Mel's story basically is, for those of you who aren't caught up yet, David Pasquarella, um, is that uh, he lived in a community, you know, like with his brother. And Maddie, Maddie thinks, you know, he's kind of been a hip- hypocrite, or this is where he learned his current ways, is that he waits people out, you know. he His community found out there was, like, a firestorm coming or something, wasn't it? Uh, wildfires. And, and uh-huh. he basically yeah. told them, you know, oh, it's going to be okay, we can stay. And they all fucking burned to death except for him and his brother. So so that's why he goes around now waiting for other places to crumble, I guess is what we were meant to get from that. Can we go back to the hot dogs for a minute? Sure. How how can they, you actually eat? How long have they been without refrigeration? Well, he said they're canned hot dogs, so never know what kind of additive things in the Walking Den universe there might be. And remember, expiration dates are simply a suggestion. Yeah. Um, now that I think about hot dogs, will probably outlast us. I, I mean, I figure, yeah, if something canned stuff usually has a good year or so on it. So I mean, Mike, there there, there probably is a bit of us in every hot dog. So <laughs> yeah, probably. But, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And don't worry. Every every Halloween, we we serve hot dogs here. We we serve them to our neighbors. They love it. We love it too. Come on down for the used hot dog uh, extravaganza, October thirty first. Looks an asshole is America's favorite meal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know who's going to serve it to you. <laughs> you figure, you know, Matt. If anybody would have a good store of fucking hot dogs, it would be a, a baseball stadium. So Madison's probably like. Psh. I bet you I got tons of I got tubs of fucking relish here. You can't have it. Ah, yeah, but the, <laughs> the thing is, we know that the zombie apocalypse started the day after Dollar Decker hot dog night, so they're, <laughs> yeah. they're all out. You know, <laughs> it could be. I got zombie fucking mascots wandering around with big foam heads. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> awesome. Uh, 
I, I actually need to see that on the show now, Gimple, so make it happen. Uh, so anyway, um, Mel scoffs, and he reveals again that he, in his own settlement, he convinced people to stick it out, like Madison is doing. And so foreshadowing, Madison, it's going to happen to you too. Al asks if that was the day that everyone left the stadium. Uh, no one really gives her a straight answer on that one. Nick and Luciana pick a page in the Atlas, and Strand sits in the driver's seat of his escape car. Naomi tells Alicia that she used to be an ICU nurse, and she developed an intuition for which people would survive and which people wouldn't, which apparently applies to all situations in life now. Uh, yeah, of course it does. Yeah, and, and she advises Alicia to tell Madison that the stadium has no chance of lasting. So Cole returns to the stadium alone, and everyone's like, where's Victor? And Victor shows up in his SUV and reveals a stash of supplies, but does not, you know, save by the Maddie. You know, she basically goes, oh, you guys had a great day, huh? Awesome. You know, Strand tells Al in the present or whatever that he never told anyone that he'd hidden the supplies only for himself, and apparently either Cole kept quiet or Victor murdered him. I'm betting Victor murdered him. I had a good day, Madison. Yeah. That was good. That was good, man. (laughs) Nick gets an idea while looking at the Atlas. Uh, He returns to the stadium with Lucy and shows the map to Madison. He suggests that they range further north than the Vultures. Because suddenly they know exactly where the vultures have been to find seeds and fertilizer to bring back to the stadium. So Nick's kind of in on the uh, let's just make this home thing. And Madison agrees. I was expecting more of a Star Trek the motion picture course heading that away. Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. Yeah, it, they didn't really specify exactly where you know uh, Lucy pointed to in the Atlas, did they? I mean, did they even like zoom in on it for the show? I don't recall. I thought they had said where they were going. Yeah. And oh, but that wasn't till the following episode, maybe. Okay. Still need to rewatch that again. Uh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia decides not to tell Madison about Naomi's warning at the a stadium. Naomi tells Madison that even if the community is a success, uh, conditions are going to get worse before they get better. Nevertheless, she offers to set up an infirmary. So Alicia tells Al that she should have talked Madison into leaving. Strand tells Al that he should have kept the car a secret. And Luciana tells Al that they should have left the stadium for a new destination. And they declare that Nick is dead because they wanted to believe the stadium would work. Um, so John stops the SWAT van. Alicia's group gets out to dig a grave for Nick. Uh, but, or so they think, eventually their shovels hit something. And rather than digging grave for Nick, they're actually digging up a cache of guns, an impressive one, I might add. And they're planning to kill the the rest of the vultures, wherever they may be. And they ask Kyle to drive them with the promise of showing her how the story ends, and Al agrees. And don't forget, kids, when someone serves you the truth between two slices of bullshit, sniff before you bite, from the Book of Philosophy of Victor. Um, (laughs) Good Victor line there. Uh, Alicia's group buries Nick under a tree uh, and loads the guns into the SWAT van, and John recognizes Naomi's backpack, or who he thinks is Laura. And a flashback, Naomi slash Laura opens her backpack and unwraps a Colt, which is the twin to the Colt gun that John owns, of course. John finds the Colt in the backpack and, pack and realizes that Naomi is Laura, and Alicia tells him that Laura died at the stadium. But Al promises to find out what happened to her and report back to John. And Morgan stays behind with John as everyone leaves in the van. So, so I don't know. And uh, given the the episode right after this was basically John and Laura's story, um, I th- hope she's still alive. I don't know really why they would do this. They made a big deal about casting her. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. Um, I, I think that she's still alive. I think that Madison's still alive. Yeah, I think this is like the X Men uh, comic book all over again, where the group gets split up and each thinks the other's dead. Right. Yeah. I think Nick is I, not still alive. <laughs> no, I think she is alive. I think that they're just fucking with them because they need his help so they can kill them, the uh, vultures. Yep. That's what I think. And I think he's going to go for it thinking they fucking killed her and to find out that they just needed his help. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past the uh, 
the Clark. Well, you imagine Sandra. her telling them, "Yeah, I know this guy. That's the perfect shot." Yeah, right. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, I didn't well. Even think of that. Floyd Law. So, yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, they they kind of telegraph this one too, which I question the yeah the thought process behind because I don't think they. As said, as you said, Mike, they made such a big deal, and you know, what's her name, Gemma Atherton? Jenna Elfman, I think. Jenna, Jenna Elfman. Yeah, yeah Jenna, there's a yeah. Gemma Atherton too, but they're not the same person. Jenna oh, Elfman. She, yeah, Jenna Atherton. But yeah, they they third gal. Yeah, I mean they they promoted that you know oh we got what was she on fucking Will and Grace or Dar- something Dharma and Greg. Dharma and Greg, that's right. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't, there's not going to be, like, two episodes in done or anything like that. So. No. No, no, no. And we, you know, got all the... So, that's, yeah, a little sloppy there, writers. So, the, the gimple disease might be seeping in a bit. Better not. Well, the writers and the marketing department don't necessarily work in on right. that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They should, because that's fucking smart, and all it takes is a goddamn email or something. Come on, people. <laughs> We're going to kill this character off in, like, one episode. Please don't promote her too much. If you don't tie the rest, the ratings of the entire season on this person, we're going to kill in one episode. That'd be nice. Thanks. Because, um, <laughs> I don't know, you drag over that Dharma and Greg audience and then disappoint them, they're going to make a ruckus. I don't know. Well, I think Greg really come on the show because of her? I don't know. I never saw one goddamn episode of Dharma and Greg. So I Neither have I. Honestly, the last thing I remember her being in was the angel from Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she, she, was in, um, she was in Ed TV with uh, Matthew McConaughey, a Ron Howard movie. Yeah, I never got around to Wasn't that the that. Truman Show knockoff? Yeah, so that's probably why I never got around They, they were completely that. different. Or, no, they weren't. Not really, were they? <laughs> Yeah. Is it kind of the same Yeah, they, they were. Uh-huh. They were different. Good enough. But then if you haven't watched them, you can't compare them, can you? That's, that's, that's a fact, yeah. <laughs> I, I have no excuse. I watched Armageddon and Sudden Impact when they came out, and both of the fucking <laughs> Volcano movies. So, yeah. What, there I, was more than one Volcano? Got no soap box to stand on. Uh... <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yeah, okay, Dante's Peak with Pierce uh, Brosnan. Gotta, that's like saying fear and Walking Dead are the same. Right. I don't uh, get it. Yet. Well, they're working on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's a, a good question for, for everybody, and you don't have to answer me now. You can just answer me somewhere, you know, next couple weeks. <clears throat> and, and this, even for our listeners, who in – Modern day life, celebrity wise, or just you know in the public zeitgeist, do you think? And I'm going to give you my answer here. Who do you think would be able to survive the zombie apocalypse really, really well? And I was sitting there thinking about now who who would it? So wouldn't it be cool if they wound up in Chicago and ran across Steve Bartman? <laughs> and are you familiar with who Steve Bartman is? No, I am. Yeah, he was the guy that uh, in the the playoffs grabbed the ball out of the hands of uh, one of the Chicago uh, Cubs players and basically prevented them from getting to the World Series. Oh, okay. and so there was this blood, uh, you know, blood vendetta on this guy. It's still going on today, <laughs> where where everybody's just like, we got to find this guy and kill this guy. And this guy has basically gone underground. He's, you know, lives under an assumed name. He works from home. He never goes out. People have offered him hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to at least come and give them his story. He won't come out. He won't come out. It's just, you know, it's th- this guy. No, was it the was it Chicago or was it Boston? No, it was Chicago. It was a Ch- Chicago. It was okay. a Cubs game against the, the Marlins, I believe. Yeah, I think so. And it's so, you know, this guy, like I said, he has found a way of disappearing. Nobody has seen him out in the public. He gets all of his food and everything. This guy knows how to survive the zombie apocalypse. Could be. It's it's hard-pressed to come up with something better than that. You know, Can we guy. make one rule to the answer to this question? 
What? Chuck Norris is not an acceptable answer. <laughs> no, no, no. Chuck no. Norris is like fucking 90. I don't care what he thinks he's capable of, but he ain't surviving jack shit. Yeah, but <laughs> He's not surviving whole... a walk to the fucking corner market probably at this point. So. But there's that whole bevy of Chuck Norris legendary fans. Yeah. Yeah. You know that that's like Bat God from the from you know Batman you know just the Bat God in the comics you know can defeat anyone they say that Chuck Norris now yeah well, and like Chuck would have been able to take on the Infinity Gauntlet you know here's another question that we can have a corollary to this what will happen first the zombie apocalypse or Avatar two <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm betting zombie apocalypse I threw my money's going. On but if Infinity War actually surpasses Avatar at the box office, Cameron's going to go into overdrive just to beat it after all of his late press on uh, Marvel. Yeah, yeah, but he'll probably have he'll probably do something like ah, I need ten more years to make it, so it's the best movie ever, you know, and it'll never fucking get done. Isn't he almost? Isn't he almost like seventy? Probably, yeah. I mean, he doesn't have very many ten more years left. No, well, you know. <laughs> Neither does George Miller, but he still thinks he's making more Mad Max movies. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that's happening. <laughs> no. Hey, now let, let me ask you guys, though. What did you think of this episode from a, a writing perspective? You know, I'm going back to uh, the episode Buried. Because uh, this, is a, this is a first-time writer. Oh, is that it? Did, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, I want to say Steve Delisle. Is that right? Is it? No, it's Alex Delisle. What and, a huge fan. I mean, as I said, I, I can think it had a little of the sloppiness of the other show. Um, so is this the first know. time writer to the franchise or to this show? Uh, you know, the thing is, I was sitting there looking at his profile on IMDb, and he is basically, uh, he's a staff writer there. This is the first time he's actually gotten a full credit. Mm-hmm. For an episode uh, was buried. Everything else he's listed as staff writer. So he's been working on it this season. Uh, beyond that, he the only other thing he's written is a, a movie here, a short film he directed called Puppy Dreams, which I'm sure he did in college. This guy kind of looks like a uh, a hipster. I mean, he looks like he could be uh, uh, what's the guy's name, Schwartzman. Um, oh, Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he he could be his younger brother with long hair. Hmm. Surprised he doesn't have it in a ponytail. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't horrible. It wasn't you know clunky in spaces. He's had the advantage of having some pretty good actors do his stuff. So I thought Strand. Yeah, you know, what, what episode number is this? One. What? What episode number of the season is this? Uh, well, the one we're talking about is four. That's All right. right. I don't want to make an unfair judgment because I've been a little dissatisfied with the first few episodes of the season. So I'm just still. I don't want to necessarily blame this writer in this episode for that. No, I think the actors are doing the actors are doing fine with the material they're given. Yeah, I thought this was a little clunkier writing than I think the episode after this one that we'll cover is really good. Um, I don't know. I'm Which still I like, will watch before we cover them, before we record our next episode. That would be appreciated, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm still on the fence about this whole season. Uh, you know, you guys know how I feel about the whole Morgan situation anyway, but... Uh, I, I think at the end of the season, we're going to... They're going to give us something that is supposed to give us that same kind of, yeah, moment, like what we got from... What we were supposed to get from the finale with Rick. Yeah. The problem is, this season feels so... Unlike fear, the fear of the Walking Dead we've seen in the first three seasons. Yeah, uh, of course. We're not down, you know, not in the Mexican mountains or, or you know. <laughs> well, and we're spending very little time with the cast we've gotten to know for three years. That's huge. Right, we've got everybody split up, yeah. and we're doing flashbacks. Well, that we were used to on this show. Well, but yeah, I mean, but not not as much as the others. No, the well, only let's... person we really lost from the cast. I mean, we lost Chris and Travis. We lost a lot of people last season, actually. So, never mind. <laughs> but, I mean, near the end of last season, the only person we really lost was uh, Daniel's daughter. And one presumably Daniel until he pops back up again. But Until... Uh... We lost Travis and, you know. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm still on the fence. It, which is good, because usually by the fourth episode of The Walking Dead lately... I know I hate the season already, so I'm still 
that I'm still on the fence with this one means well, this got a chance. Guys, guys do yeah. not read the IMDb descriptions of the upcoming episodes. I just got spoiled okay, on yeah. something. Yeah, well, They're not telling me to do it. Well, not do, yeah, I know. Don't. Tempting. Don't do it. Now, I, I got to apologize to you, Mike, because I know I spoiled part of Infinity War the last time we recorded, and I felt really bad about that. <laughs> I've already forgotten what you spoiled. <laughs> cool. Oh, thank God. Well, now you've seen it. So it's, yeah. <laughs> now, and now I've seen it. So, and I didn't have any moment saying, oh, that's what Brian was talking about. Yeah. Well, for that mm-hmm. one person so out there that hasn't seen it I didn't remember what the, what the spoiler was. <laughs> yeah. I think we spoiled a couple of the early deaths. We, we talked yeah. about Oh, yeah, you yeah. guys spoiled Heimdall's death, I believe. But... Yeah. Sorry. It's quite all right. But, um, yeah, thank you for the heads up on that, because I, I, I do want to, and I'm going to watch tonight's as soon as I can, but uh, that's all I got, folks. Well, all in all, I, you know, I can't say it was a bad episode. Um, it did move the story along, and I did like, you know, the, the fact that they were just manipulating them to get them to the guns. I kind of like that instead of that because I, I can't believe that any person's death is going to sit there and motivate him to tell their story. You know, I was always wondering what's the shot. What's the shot. Yeah. If you look in the, uh, the Skype chat window, I, I sent you a picture of the writer. Yeah. He looks like a, <laughs> could fit right in. he looks like a future serial killer. Actually. So <laughs> could fit right into the show. I thought it was pretty funny how they were saying, uh, as if they were keeping their word mm-hmm. about telling their story. Yeah. They never fucking keep their word. I'm just like, what? Yeah. There's got to be something more to this, the reason why they were willing to tell those, their story. And I just keep thinking it's because they wanted Dory to help them out. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, they definitely needed the SWAT van ride to their guns, at least. And so, I mean, Strand comes out and admits that, basically. He's like, you want to hear the rest of it? Come and, visit, you know, <laughs> watch it yourself, basically. So, uh, and, and Al does, because she's a reporter girl. And, um, speaking of reporter girls, women, sorry, Pulitzer Prize winning women. We'll send a shout out to the, the late, great Margot Kidder on this show, who, we lost recently, so yes. Many of our uh, Lois Lane. Well, I, I I got to see reruns of George Reeves Superman, so that was my Lois Lane too. But this was you know fucking Lois Lane, so yep. That's great bring down for the end of the show, isn't it? Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, you brought us to our happy place. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our Fear the Walking Dead cast. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, well, sometime. Rosebud was a sled. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, and, uh, somebody killed Dumbledore. I don't remember even who at this point. Um, uh, but anyway, Jeff Bridges was the killer. Oh, wait, I don't even remember the name of that movie. Who was Crap. Todd Bridges? Je- no, Jeff Bridges. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Todd Bridges. I missed that one. Uh, I know he robbed a few no, no, people that- once. But... Yeah, he robbed a few people. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> you shooting at the Willis. Uh, He's the only one alive. Yeah. All right. Uh, Everybody else from that show is yeah, dead. Yeah, the fucking show is cursed. Apparently, <laughs> like a lot of TV shows. Uh, but anyway, this is Fear of the Walking Dead cast. So no different strokes here. Just fucking zombies. Uh, and that's it for another week. For Beth, Brian, and Mikey, we'll be back sometime. Because I'm slacking. Sayonara. <laughs> Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> Adios, people. (laughs) Aloha. You've been listening to Fear the Walking Dead cast on the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network.